Hey everyone, I am the Chosen One Legend here, as always joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Kai, also known as Fasker Ryan. And once again joined by our thumbnail maker and Tim Tam provider, Sam. Hi Sam. Oh, hi again. That's his new title. And welcome back, it is his official title, it's in his job description. And welcome back to Bunch of Jokers podcast, where we talk about different highlights of the month, but in this case... We're talking about highlights of the year because this is our year in review video looking back on 2022 and looking a little bit ahead to 2023. It's going to be interesting. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Woo. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit, Sam. I mean, really, we just started this so we could berate you for not finishing Xenoblade 3. That's the only reason you're here. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> I'm going to go cry after this. Good. As you should do, yeah. And then play Xenoblade 3 when you're done with that. But um, I've got my more. Switch next to me already, ready. What's <laughs> this is done. So what we're going to do here, we've sort of got three main segments of this. We're going to start off, we're going to sort of talk about just our general look, thoughts on the year. We're not going to be too detailed in the minutiae, but we're just going to give some highlights of ours and our favourite bits. Then we're going to go into our sort of Game Awards territory, where we're going to list our three favourite games of the year. Also, a certain special one that gets its own highlight. You can probably take a guess. And then we're going to do a little section um, on our most anticipated games of next year and what we're looking forward to in 2023. But that's really it. There will be timestamps in the description below. And let's just get started with the first segment here. We're going to... Well, really, just in general, guys, what did you two think of 2023? In terms of gaming, we don't care about your personal lives. But, you know, gaming, that's what matters here. Of 2022. Uh, well, 2023 oh, has shoot. been going on for four days. <laughs> you know what, Sam? I just know you're in the future, so I wanted to see what your what visions you had for us. Mm. But let's go with 2022 first, shall we? <laughs> what about 2022? Yeah. Overall, I think it was very solid. I think it was much better than mm. 2021. Uh, lots of big games came out. Uh, lots of stuff from Nintendo, especially, like, big games. So... Overall, like, it was really solid. I think it's one of the best years that uh, gaming has had for quite some time, actually. Hmm. Yeah, I think... Yeah, I was... Oh, go on, Sam. Oh, um, I... <laughs> I was quite happy with a lot of the releases this year, even if I've not touched 80% of them. Um... <laughs> <laughs> it It feels like... <sighs> if... Tears of the Kingdom had come out this year, I feel like we would have had another, I think it was 2017? Yes. Um, yeah. the, the initial year of the Switch. Um, I feel like we may have had one of those again, but wasn't quite it. So, yeah, I think next year might be even bigger again, hopefully. Yeah, that that's a very good point. I was going to bring up myself as well. I mean, literally, we had a new Xenoblade a new Splatoon game, if we got a new Zelda game, all we were missing was Mario and we'd be very close to that 2017 launch year of the Switch which was just wild um, so we, we were on the verge of that but of course Tears of the Kingdom we actually found out this year was delayed till next year um, which I'm fine with because Xenoblade is enough for me, we, I, I was not short on things to play, Sam didn't even get to any games to play in the first place so clearly we were not at a loss here but um Generally, I agree. It was a pretty good year, I think. It's definitely better than last year in 2020, which, of course, 
being the whole thing of COVID was quite uh, empty. But there, there's been a lot to play. And um, I mean, obviously, just to mention it here in general is, of course, without talking about the game itself, all the hype around Xenoblade 3 being announced this year, us doing like hours and hours of pre-guesses on what it's going to be like and then breakdowns afterwards. It's been great fun to do that for the channel because this is our first time being able to do that for a Xenoblade game. We weren't around, we weren't even, didn't even know each other when Xenoblade 2 released. So being able to do that has probably been one of my personal highlights of the year. And I, I think that's sort of an inevitable thing for probably all of us, but that was definitely the big moment. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like, because wasn't the first reveal for it like February this year or something? It um, was, yeah. So yeah, Ten it's literally ago. exactly. So mm. it's just been from like the beginning of the year, even running up until now, where we're still doing videos on it. Like, it's just been this entire year has had Xenoblade Three plastered all over it for a, in a good way. So yeah, it's been pretty good. I just did a quick count of how many thumbnails have Xenoblade Three in it. Uh, over 20 basically oh, wow. them. we could be like oh yeah there's no Xenoblade news in this one Sam will put like nowhere on the front <laughs> still <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I can't complain about that but there's also been you know I don't want to go into specifics in games because that will be our whole game of the year thing but there's been the new Kirby game we've had two Pokemon games oh well three technically because Scarlet and Violet um, we've had Fire Emblem Free Hopes, Bayonetta Free, of course Splatoon Free, some third-party stuff like Sonic Frontiers and Near Automata and Persona come into the Switch. Mario Strikers, right, Kai? <laughs> that was a thing. Oh, <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the lowest point uh, of the year for me. Yeah, there have. That was probably one of the bigger disappointments. Um, I still have that that clip where we made one good team move together Kai and that's that's all I need in that game <laughs> let's just uh, yeah. savor that memory <laughs> mm -hmm. it was fun for the first hour and then that's about it uh, but yeah we, we've had like yeah there was of course the new Lego Star Wars Sonic Frontiers mm. there was all these other big things like you know you had all the game of the year stuff that we all talked about last time and like all of those are really solid games so overall there's just been like such a good variety this year that it's it's very nice to see yeah i think that's the thing it, there's there's never been a point where there wasn't something coming out and like you say it's it's a lot of different types of games both you know different genres but also like older games coming to the switch for the first time and big new first party or third party or second party hits coming out so it's it's been constant um but yeah sam is there anything particular you want to shout out from that or um, I was partly happy on the fact that we've almost gotten everything that was promised from 2017 now. There is just one game left. <laughs> um, Metroid Prime 4. It's the one thing. The That's one thing true. that was mentioned in 2017 that still hasn't happened yet. It's my only mm. disappointment, but other than that, I think 2022 was still pretty good. That is a good point. We we didn't hear anything of that. We haven't for a while. Um, I I think it's likely we'll hear about it next year. But I think it, it could honestly be a launch title for the Switch 2 or whatever that ends up being. I feel like that might be the direction they take with it at this point. Do you guys agree with that? 
quite possibly. Um, I've seen people mm. saying um, that Tears of the Kingdom will be like the last game on this version of the Switch, and that after that it will be a pro, but I guess we'll see. Something around then could be possible. Yeah, time I've will seen, tell. I've seen a lot saying that 2023 isn't the last year of the Switch, so... Mm. But in saying that, it's just people talking and a bunch of oh he said he said she said so <laughs> true there's been sw- what do we know really there's been switch two rumors i think since 2018 so <laughs> <What are> you <laughs> you're not <say>? wrong <laughs> oh. uh, the the other main thing i want to quickly mention from the year is um with nso we had the mario kart 8 booster course sort of released as part of that again it was announced in the february direct at the same time as xenoblade and that's just been a really fun thing to have constantly through the year to keep bringing you back to Mario Kart. A game that mm-hmm. had sort of, in our sort of online gameplay rotations, it had long fallen out of it, where we sort of only really stuck with Smash or some Jackbox and stuff. But it's been nice to see Mario Kart have that resurgence with these new tracks, especially with the quality a lot of those have been. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been good to see, and that will be continuing next year, of course. Definitely, yeah, straight through to 2023. But is there, does anyone else have any last bits they want to mention about the year before we move on to our favourite games? Nope. Nope. Oh, in that case then, this is it. The uh, Get Out Your Fan Fest here. It's the triumphant return of the Bunch of Jokers Game Awards. The bigger highlight. Sorry, Jeff, but, you know, we, we actually mentioned <laughs> Xenoblade in ours. It actually gets stuff. <laughs> um, and speaking of that, we're going to give our first sort of general bunch of jokers game of the year to the one and only Barlam Wonderworld for the second year in a row. No, it's Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> 3, of course. I mean... <laughs> yeah. It's just... It, we're bunch of jokers. What else was it going to be at this point? We've talked about it so much. We did our review video, me and Kai, and we've done so many breakdowns, and we're doing even more coming out next year. But it, we have high expectations, and by all accounts... It delivered, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just exactly what we, we wanted in terms of, like, just a new Xenoblade, everything to sink our teeth mm. into. Like we've said, it's sort of claimed the whole year for us. We've done discussions, analysis, everything on it. So, yeah, just really quality, uh, you know, 250 hours well spent. So, no complaints yeah. <laughs> Sam, I guess you're the only one who hasn't really got to talk about Xenoblade yet. So, do you have any specific thoughts here on what you have played ah <laughs> uh, the 20 hours I've played have been magical <laughs> um the first two chapters mwah, just incredible I was so happy to have finished them before literally everyone else in our community um being able to get it just a couple hours earlier than everyone else um was amazing was driving the hype train for a while and then I got back to Australia and I have not really touched it since. Um, you are the only but... <laughs> one out of all of us that hasn't completed it, by the way, Sam. Everyone don't, else who got the game has been Don't her. tell me that. <laughs> don't tell me that. That that just makes me very sad. Anyone watching, shame him in the comments. You have my permission. Yes. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, nah, it's been a lot of fun so far. Um, I've done a fair bit within those first two chapters I am um, and you can ask Kai about mm-hmm. his experience with me asking him questions about Xenoblade 1 and all the things that I 
need to not miss when playing the game mm. um, because I do like to 100% games and as a result I don't like moving on to areas until I've fully explored everything that I can oh I, so... I'm with you there Sam to be honest <laughs> oh god I outnumbered yeah, so... there's two of you <laughs> <laughs> so as opposed to just speeding through and just essentially taking the fun out of everything else that gets put into the game um, I do like to take my time with that sort of stuff but yeah it's been a lot of fun so far from what I've seen of it and I'm hoping it the hype of it just sort of continues up Um, but who knows I might be the one and only one in our group to go not nah, terrible disgusting um, <laughs> no pressure but if you say that you are game. fired that is official I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's right there in your contract. One must like every turn of late game, <laughs> except you can be on the fence about X. Those are the rules. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, yeah, I do. I do have to give you a special shout out here, Sam, as well, for making so many killers in the Blade thumbnails, despite not knowing anything about what the pictures were sending you to use. Oh so <laughs> <laughs> the panic of. <laughs> Alright, I have a little bit of anxiety and I try to avoid going back and asking for things every five minutes. <laughs> um, so every now and again I would do the very, very risky thing of Googling something. Um, <laughs> going like Xenoblade Chronicles <laughs> 3 Chapter 5. Um, oh no. Oh, that's dangerous. And... This is the first we've heard of it, <laughs> oh, yes. to clarify. <laughs> I think you're giving um, Kai anxiety yeah, it right was now. very dangerous. <laughs> um, look, I didn't see anything from that. Um, I was, if anything, more spoiled days before the release of the game of major endgame things. <laughs> um, Sam has seen the one thing. But yeah, <laughs> my risky searches oh. turned out less... Um, devastating, I guess is a word, um, <laughs> than what my close friends told me the days before release, which quite frankly upset me very much. I was crying in my hotel room alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can dream that this time next year you will have finished Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I'm not sure I can say that confidently. But uh, that's the goal. Maybe right? you'd have beaten Look, chapter three no by promises. that point. That's the goal. Maybe. I'm a busy <laughs> person. <laughs> he'll he'll beat a chapter each year, so it'll be chapter four in 2024. You know, he just lines it up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. let's move on then. Uh, now we sort of did that as its own separate thing. Otherwise, that would just be at the top for all of us. So now we can move on to our top three games of the year, apart from Xenoblade, and Kai. Do you want to start things off here with what's your number three pick for the year 2022? Um, so one thing that we've included in this is the game doesn't have to be th- from 2022. It just has to be like yes. something we played this year. So I am going to go... I, I want to give a special mention to like a lot of smaller games I've played, like um, Voice of Cards and stuff like that, uh, and Genshin, I guess, that I mm. played at the beginning of the year. But um, I think my number three game is going to go to Great Ace Attorney Resolve. Um, nice. That was what I played, of course, at the beginning of the year from, I think, like, roughly, like, February through to June-ish. Um, playing through the second game in the Great Ace Attorney series on stream and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, I spent 80 hours on a game that's 30, 
uh, <laughs> and it was a great time. You know, the the mysteries were great. The story was great. It really carried on from the first game well. Um, I've you know we've done a whole discussion singing our praises of this before this game, um, and just yes. overall like it's really solid. And uh, as as we've sort of briefly mentioned before, Matt, it's uh, the soundtrack has prevailed in our Spotify wrapped. So oh, you know completely. that speaks for itself. <laughs> Um, I think overall, it was four out of five really of mine. Game. Yeah, like yeah. it was my top <laughs> artist, and it's like, yeah, that that makes sense. Really solid uh, game, uh, just brilliant story. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Absolutely, and you might hear a bit more about that later on. But uh, Sam, do you have a number three pick? <laughs> did you did you pick something? Uh, yeah, yes. Oh, right, yes. let's go for it. Um... Thanks to um, a suggestion from the very terrible and horrible Kai, um, my number three pick is the ten minutes I played of Super Mario Party with Matt and Kai. Um, I will say, um, looking at the previous Mario Party versus this one, I can't remember the names of each of them for the life of me. Um, I think the last one was Super Mario Party, and this one's something stars. Mario Super Party Superstars. Um, anyways. Yeah. Superstars, that's alright. Um, so I had the extreme pleasure of playing 10 minutes with Matt and Kai. Um, five minutes into the game, I was um, very unrightfully disconnected from my lead, and <laughs> I continued to play for 10 minutes despite Matt and Kai telling me that. Um, I had been disconnected because I was still playing the game, not realizing these were NPCs. Um, <laughs> to clarify, this is on our channel. You, I'll put I'll put it below, but you can watch this video. It's all captured. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I was weirdly happily disappointed. Let's put it that way, because it was funny. It wasn't fun in the moment, but it's funny <laughs> looking back at it. Um, yeah. But like the the rest of the game, yeah, I'm alright with it. Was one of the games that came out. Um, the game, what's getting me is that ten minutes of gameplay, where I was just infuriated with rage. Um, <laughs> I can't say I've experienced anything else like it before, and um, I would definitely do it again. I mean, let's put Absolutely. it this way, when you were playing it, during that very brief time that you were actually in the game, you won, like, both the minigames, uh, and then as I soon as you disconnected... I was in the lead! Yeah. I was winning! <laughs> as soon yeah. as you disconnected, you got absolutely wiped, and I really <laughs> think that's the charm of it all, you know? You know I might want to change this. This is actually... now my number one game of the year, um, in hindsight. <laughs> I'm looking back at it, I'm starting to think that Matt and Kai did this deliberately, um, they yeah. were intimidated by my Mario Party skills. You think I'm intimidated and by your they, Mario Party They needed skills. to take me out. They could not win without taking me out. I would so, like to stay, you know say what? we've been trying to do a rerun of that game all year and you've not been able to, Sam. Sounds like someone's afraid of the truth. Mm. Wow. wow. 1v1 me right now. I can't. Your <laughs> Wi-Fi is not good enough. I've been trying. Oh my god, I will slap you. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Discord call to like disconnect that very moment. But... It's very uh, eventually. A, a perfect pick, Sam. And uh, <laughs> I guess I'll um, go with my uh, my third pick for the game of the year here in third place is um, 
one I did mention close to the beginning of the year, which is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. And I, to be honest, I almost forgot about it just because I beat 100%ed it within a week. <laughs> but um, oh. it, was, it was about the time that I actually got COVID as well, so I just had nothing to do. So it was all Kirby. But um, th- that's not an insult to it, though. It is a really fun game that just knows exactly what it wants to be, and it doesn't have to be a big, sprawling 100-hour game. It uses its runtime, its 20-hour runtime perfectly. It's it's just Kirby translated perfectly into 3D, really. That's what it is. We haven't really had that before, surprisingly, but they managed to nail the feel of it. It's cute. The atmosphere's great. Some of the music is surprisingly banging. It's up, generally up there with some Xenoblade 3's tracks, some of the highlights. Um, so, yeah, it's just a really stronger game than it had any right to be, really, and if that's the first 3D Kirby game, I think if they are to do another one, it could be even greater. It, this could keep going and be a whole new thing because the 2D formula was starting to get a bit stale. But um, yeah, this is really nice to see Kirby doing a new direction and doing it well. would definitely recommend it. And there's a demo. Yeah, it looks like so... it's some really sort of quality gameplay, like different things that were in the game and stuff you could do. So mm. might be worth checking out. Absolutely. Just listen to the King DDD um, battle theme. It's called the Roar of DDD. Oh, I have. And it, yeah, it's good. It goes hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, Kai, what's your second place pick? Um, my second place pick, I am going to attribute to Splatoon 3. Um, mm. Now, of course, this is an ongoing thing. Uh, it came out in September. Uh, I didn't really stop playing it till the end of September because I was still on Xenoblade at the time. But, um, yeah, Splatoon 3 is just really, really solid. Like, you know, it's taken stuff from the first two games and, like, from what I've seen is that Splatoon 1 and 2 did have a lot of, like, fundamental issues and setbacks that kind of had people enjoy the game at first but then stop enjoying them. But Splatoon 3 just seems really solid and polished in every possible way. The gameplay is fluid. The biggest thing is the connection issues, which... Personally, I've not been experiencing that much. Um, mm. But yeah, the game is balanced, it's fun, there's a lot of replayability, there's you know a ton of weapons and everything. It's just overall just a really good time. And even now, I'm still playing the game daily uh, because I'm enjoying it so much. And I think that's going to persist for quite some time. So yeah, um, I just want to say like it's been really fun. I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, you should too. <laughs> Yeah, it, Splatoon 3 would have been my fourth place pick, actually. Um, mm. I have not played enough of it in general. I I just find it hard to um, play multiplayer competitive games. I don't know why. I just They stress me out. <laughs> just mm-hmm. uh, having to compete against other people. Less so when I'm with friends. So hopefully if you do it on stream at all, I'll be more up for joining them and get back into it. And I definitely want to try out some more Splatfests. But even outside of the multiplayer, it has a really solid campaign... The music is great as ever. I like the new characters and that. Big Man alone is worthy of a top three spot. So, uh, yeah, definitely a worthy pick there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we love Big Man. The music's good. We do. I do have have two comments. Um, Mm -hmm. I have not touched Splatoon 3 yet. Um, The one thing that's majorly putting me off it is um, the same reason why we haven't played another game of Mario Party yet. Um, <laughs> imagine that, but connecting to seven other people at a time. Um, 
Yeah, not entirely sure how well it would go down. So no. it's been one of those things that's majorly put me off, if anything. Now that I think about it, maybe Australia is the reason for all the disconnect people's problems people are having. It's just Australia. Yeah. I think it makes sense that's, now. That's pretty racist, man. That's a you problem. Pretty racist. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, what's your number two pick? Um, Alright, so my number two pick, um, the reason why it's my number two pick, and I'll disclaim this now before um, people get mad at me, is because I've not played enough other games um, to put anything higher than this. Um, oh, no. It's actually going to be Legends Arceus, um, the first Pokemon game of this year um, that came out in January? February? Yeah. One of the two. Um, I was actually pretty excited for it. Um, it did a lot of stuff that I didn't think would happen in a Pokemon game. Um, it was definitely... I, I'm pretty sure most people can agree it was the step in the right direction that the series needed to head into um, if they wanted to keep their audience that they've held on to for almost 30 yeah almost 30 years mm. <laughs> but yeah it's been one of those things where ev I played through it up until right before Xenoblade 3 came out um, and it was actually a lot of fun it was a lot more fun than what I was expecting and even though it's not the graphical masterpiece which I can say about most Nintendo games though <laughs> It was definitely a fun game to play, especially when Gen 4 was probably my favourite gen for a long time. Um, just looking at Sinnoh as Hisui was a lot of fun, and seeing Pokemon get forms of what they were back then was also really cool. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad pick at all. I've heard generally quite positive things about the game. So, um, I'm certainly disappointed that we, they didn't get my Hisuian Bidoof idea in there that Sam so expertly made. But otherwise, I've heard a lot of good oh, stuff. My so. baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely paved the way for what Pokemon is now, because you can see in, in Gen mm. 9 now, uh, a ton of the yeah. open world-esque ideas have been translated across and it seems like it's going to stay that way so you know that can definitely be accredited to uh, what Hisui has done um, yeah overall I think the only complaint I have with the game is some of the forms in that game are like really weird but then again some of them are quite cool so it balances out <laughs> yeah looking at like Hisui and Lilligan versus like Hisui and Arcanine I definitely do agree with that. I mean, I'm looking at that. What was it? The the Tornadus, Landorus. You know, they had a new one of those. Inanim I, I've still not learned how to pronounce the name. I think it's Anonymous. I or, didn't even know his name. <laughs> <laughs> I know it starts with an E. Yeah, it's, it's overall though a really solid game though. Like the way it sort of made those um, different landscapes and capturing Pokemon in a new way. They can attack you. It's all pretty fun. Yeah, Enamorous. There we go. I think people would even be interested to see it continue as a spin-off. It has its own merits above different... You know, it still has its own unique properties against Gen 9 even. 
So um, yeah, definitely an interesting mm-hmm. direction. And uh, well, it was something that we talked about at one point doing, um, turning like our fake mon into a whole region. I think mm. we discussed it in a lot of length, if I remember correctly. Um, we had lots of plans I'm that were upturned by Xenoblade Three, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yep. <laughs> oh, but yeah, definitely um, potential to return to that kind of thing. It was fun. But um, mm. my second place pick here, um, one that I think, Kai, you at least played the demo of, and that's uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes, which came out. And generally, it just I'm glad that the Warriors games seem to just keep getting better and better in what Age of Calamity did really well was mixing Zelda gameplay, or Breath of the Wild specifically, with Warriors in a way that wasn't just Warriors game with a Zelda coat of paint, but actually was its own unique thing. And Three Hopes continues that train perfectly by melding Warriors gameplay with Fire Emblem Three Houses. It was just generally fun to be with these characters once again and explore a new story. Some certain characters, I only did Golden Deer, but um, although I think, I think the story fell a little flatter in the end, I still liked it throughout that it gave different characters more time to shine, like Lorenz got quite a highlight in it. We got to see characters who are only teased in um, the game in Three Houses, like uh, Holst, who was one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. And it's just really, it really goes in on the strategy aspects in commanding your troops. The AI is much more competent than they usually are in Warriors games when you command them to do stuff, which is nice. It just really felt like a perfect blend. Has a great soundtrack, of course. And yeah, I'm definitely glad I played it. And I still haven't played the other two routes. And nor have I done that for three houses even. So there's plenty more for me to do if I ever find the time for it. Dear God, the backlog. But uh, I really enjoyed the time I did spend with it and would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I remember I, I played the demo and I had a good time with it. But like, yeah, I, I'm surprised I haven't sunk my teeth into it yet or even picked it up because... I've only heard good things about it. I've only heard that it's a really yeah. solid Warriors game that does a lot of things even better than Age of Calamity, which I've played through like two and a half times now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like I, I really need to get into it because, you know, Fire Emblem Three Houses was already good enough, and one of the strengths of that game is that it had a lot of world building and stuff that was only touched on in certain routes and story that was mentioned but wasn't relevant to the main story. And this game was able yeah. to take stuff, you know, like Holst being a character uh, and, and Almira and stuff for the Golden Deer stuff. And it just kind of, mm. they've expanded on it and they've given it more more character and life here, given it attention. And it's like, it's really cool to have so many new alternate stories with these characters and seeing how things could have played out differently. <clears throat> Yeah. Not even and to mention gameplay. <laughs> yes, and a special shout out to making the um, your avatar character shares an actual character with personality, and even doing the same for Byleth in this game, which we can see there sort of, it seems they're transferring that to Engage, where it looks like the protagonist has more character to them, so I'm glad that's continuing to be a thing. It, it showed a good direction for Fire Emblem as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's second place. Now our, our Excluding Xenoblade 3, our games of the year. <laughs> Kai, what's your game of the year? Excluding Xenoblade 3. Um, it's pretty clear. I mean, yeah. Th- this year has been the year of threes for me on the most part because there was Splatoon 3, <laughs> Xenoblade 3, 
and I'm gonna end it off with the most three of all games triangle strategy, mm. um, which <laughs> I just have. I mean, I've sung a million praises about this game up and down the walls nonstop uh, because they're true. I think that this is a phenomenal game that uses the tactical battle system style like Fire Emblem, but just does it so, 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 so good. The setting of the game is really cool with the world it creates, Norzelia. Um, the story that follows from that is just brilliant, like the way that they... It, it really feels smart, you know, they, it's not like some, you know, stories where they're really simple or... It's like, well, what a, what about this option? What about this option? This game really, like, explores everything in a really smart way and even brings up things that you may not have even considered. Um, mm. But it's all measured. It's all It all makes sense. Um, the different routes in the game is brilliant. The way that you can choose what to do. And there isn't a right and wrong option. It's just whatever you value the most. Um, and then, you know, you've got things like the, the music's really good. The, the soundtrack is phenomenal, especially some of those battle themes. Um, the voice acting is honestly pretty good. I know that was one of the main complaints from the debut demo, but like across the game, it's really good. And then there's the gameplay, which is the, the focus, which is just, yeah, it takes the tactical battle system and it adds a lot of depth to it. You know, you've got characters that can make like ladders and spring traps. You've got elements on the terrain. You can set like grass ablaze and then freeze it and then electrify it and stuff like that. Um... The, the battle system is really difficult, but you have four different difficulties if it's too hard. Um, mm. You know, so you can change it. You've got more complexities in the battle system with, like, height. Um, overall, it just... Yeah, it, it hits every single mark, I think. Um, and doesn't really fail anywhere. I think it's such an ideal game that... I really hope, like... I, I mean, there's not going to be a follow-up to it. It's a very standalone game, but... I hope that this sets a precedent because, yeah, I mean, I, I've even come close sometimes considering if I enjoyed it more than Xenoblade 3 because it left that much of an impact on me. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I, I mean, statement. I... That's a bold one. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I enjoyed... I only played the first demo. I didn't even play the second demo, which I know improved some things. Uh, but it was definitely very well made. It's a very pretty looking game. You know, HD 2D continues to thrive with like Octopath, I mean, get ahead of ourselves, yes. Octopath 2 is coming out next year, and the Dragon Quest 3 remake in that style, it looks great. Um, yeah, I definitely, if I did play it, it'd definitely be on an easier mode, I'm a wuss, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> from everything you've said, I definitely have an interest in seeing it one day, because you do sing very high praises of it. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that debut demo was a positive thing overall, because while it gave, it gave a lot of bad tastes, because it quite literally puts you in the hardest level in the game uh, for, for bits <laughs> of it, um, and it's harder than the regular game, but ultimately when you get to the actual thing, it's that the game is very fair, you know, in both the story when yeah. you're making decisions and in the actual gameplay itself. Things are difficult and things are complex, so if you don't want to think too hard, it's not for you. But, like, when you really want to sink your teeth into it, you'll find that although it's very tricky... Everything is fair, and I feel like that's one of the main draws. Nice, yeah. Definitely one to check out. Uh, although they're here now, Kai, I sort of knew what your game of the year was going to be. I, I sort of had a hunch. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, I'm not sure what yours is. What Surprise me, Sam. No, what was your game of the year? I feel like 
it's a fairly obvious one, and I have a small story to tell along with it. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, excluding Xenoblade 3, there hasn't been too much else I've played, and the only Pokemon game that I have played this year, uh, Legends Arceus, I, I wouldn't call it Game of the Year. Um, so my Game of the Year this year is actually Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Oh. Um, because of the DLC. Um, uh, I won't repeat too much of what was said earlier, um, but the new tracks and the old tracks coming back have been a lot of fun to play. I know there's been <laughs> a fair few of them that we had been waiting for for a while, um, mm. such as Waluigi's Pinball, um, and then there's just been nostalgic ones like Peach's Castle, which has been a lot of fun um, to play through. And yeah, but um, the little story I was going to tell in, I don't actually know if Kai realizes what I was doing this night, um, but I, I vaguely remember. Apparently I drunk called Kai while he was midstream. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I was at a little warehouse. We were actually playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and all the new courses and stuff. Uh, we got a little bit carried away. Um, shots got involved. Um, I, oh, shots, wow, did shots. it really? I couldn't tell when you called me <laughs> screaming, Kai, the walls are shaking, the walls are shaking. They literally were. Can, can I just say, I think we might have had the Sam drunk story in last year's year in review. <laughs> I feel like I'm not it's become a I, I can't remember which one it might have been. I feel like I've told a few at this point. <laughs> I'm just realising what sort of impression I'm setting for myself. I <laughs> can assure you, I am quite the opposite. Um, <laughs> uh, um, there's just a few nights every year where I either go big or go home. Most of the time I am home, though. Um, <laughs> you go home and drink more. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Kai, I don't do what you do, but sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, nah, it's been a lot of plun- fun to play, and I'm looking forward to see what the rest of the tracks are. Um, I've seen a few people trying to speculate what they will be, but I'm just going to not get my hopes up, um, and just wait and see. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we mentioned it earlier, but it was definitely really fun playing them through again, giving Mario Kart life that it had sort of been absent for a little while. We'd sort of forgotten about it almost. Um, and it's still just as fun to play. Not to mention, I mean, we won't go too into this again. We just discussed it last month. But um, even adding new item stuff where you can change to customise the items, they are really going all in on making Mario Kart 8 fun to play still today. So uh, I can definitely see that as game of the year. That's definitely a worthy pick there. Mm-hmm. There is one thing that I have slight regret that they've not done, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's nothing I can really complain about too much because it's not like there's lack thereof currently. Um, why not add more characters? You're doing yeah. all of this. You could add like one character per wave, and it would still end up perfect. I think they're worried about making I it mean... a Smash Bros. Mario Kart, to be honest. I, I don't think... You know, there's easy ways to avoid that by just adding, like, Diddy Kong, but... Where's Gino? Yeah, there's Mario Kart. so many characters that they could add that are Mario characters that they've not got yeah. in there. Honeybee. Um, Pauline. 
I feel like at this point, just for the fun of it, Piranha Plan is a meme. Yeah. That yeah. would be fun. I mean, there are some characters um, that are in tour. They added to tour that they could, yeah, throw in here. Even, true. So. Pauline um, is a big one for some people. Um, obviously, there's Diddy Kong, Funky Kong. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. sure there's plenty of others that aren't coming to mind right now. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see when we end up getting... Because I, I, I don't think they will at this point. I think they would have done so by now. But you never know. Maybe in three years' time, they'll be like, we're not releasing Mario Kart 9. Here's more content for 8. Because this game's never going to die. Because it keeps selling. But uh, mm-hmm. either way... It literally is one of their best-selling games. I think it yeah. is their best-selling game on the Switch, isn't it? Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, it's definitely a good game. And... I guess for my game of the year, I'm going to be doing a repeat here, but um, mine is The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles. Uh, both games, because I played both for the first time this year. And, I mean, even Adventures alone would have been enough for it to be up here in the top three. But uh, when you add Resolve into that, and the way it, quite suitably, you're given the name, resolves everything together. It like Things going back to like the first case of the first game begin to get unraveled in the last case of the second game you know it really connects things in a perfect way it's ace attorney the characters are great the writing is superb the music we already mentioned yeah has been listened to it non-stop throughout the year it was just i mean it's my first ace attorney experience and i'm enjoying the original trilogy but i don't think anything is going to beat that high for me it will be hard to at least because it was just a perfectly tied package that has left me thinking about it for months afterwards um I mean, about a year after since I got it, even now, and I'm still thinking about it. So, yeah, it was gem- like you said with Triangle Strategy Guy. This was honestly not far off beating Xenoblade Three. Like when Xenoblade Three was announced, usually that would be like, okay, that's my game of the year, no matter what. I was not sure if it would beat Great Ace Attorney, and it only just about did. Um, so yeah, really, really fun game, and it's always on sale. So buy it if you haven't played it. That means you, Sam. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have time to finish Xenoblade 3 and you want me to play Great Ace Attorney. Okay, sure, sure. Um, I will stop Xenoblade 3 right now just to play Great Ace Attorney. Does that does that sound like a fair deal? You can't stop what you're not playing, Sam. I mean... Oh my god. <laughs> but yes, that's it. That's our um, games of the year. Good selection there. And... Um... That's pretty much all our thoughts looking back on 2022. So let's just, before we end things off, let's have a quick brief look ahead to 2023. We've got some games announced that we're definitely looking forward to. Um, So first of all, I want to mention Fire Emblem Engage, which is coming out very shortly. I'm just excited for a new Fire Emblem. Three Houses is my first one, so I'm definitely looking forward to getting into the series more. Yeah, there's not a whole lot I'm looking at next year. I'm kind of hoping I can fill in the uh, the backlog a bit, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, get to things like Free Hopes that we talked about. But yeah, I mean, I'm mainly just looking forward to the same stuff you guys are, Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I'm not picking yes. up Silk Song, but I know that's like probably going to come out next year. A lot of people are looking forward to that, so... Yeah, I'm I'm mainly just sort of sitting back and waiting for now, seeing what happens and sorting the backlog out in the meantime. Sam, you got any highlights? I'm probably in the same boat as Kai, partly by choice, partly by um, threats from these two. Um, (laughs) There's 
I've not actually looked a lot into this year and what's going to be coming out. Um, I'm pretty content with the stack of like five games I've got on my desk that I still need to get through very slowly. Um, but yeah, um, the, Tears of the Kingdom, obviously. Um, yeah. It literally comes out like two or three days before my birthday, I believe. Um, nice. Yeah, it's two, because it's the 12th, I'm pretty sure. So, that's a nice coincidence. I can use that as an excuse not to celebrate, um, <laughs> because I am not one for that. Um, other than that, honestly, I don't even know anything else that's coming out other than Tears of the Kingdom. Well, yeah, for me, Tears of the... You know, after Engage, which is coming out shortly, Tears of the Kingdom is the big one. You know, we've been waiting for this game since... Was it 2019 that it was announced? You know, it's been a while. Yeah, but um, it's been a while. It's. I also like yeah, that we know so. so little that we don't. Although we, it's been this long, we still have seen very little of it. And at this point, they don't need to sell me on the game. I'm getting it. I'm hyped for it. So I hope they continue to not show too much as we build up to it. But uh, I'm definitely looking forward to playing it. That's that's going to be huge. Um, I will quickly mention some um, PlayStation stuff I'm looking forward to. Jedi Survivor, which I talked about last month's podcast, but I'm a big Star Wars fan, so that's hype for me. Spider-Man 2 is meant to be coming out, which I played the first one for the first time last year and was really great. That was high up on my list as well. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth might be next year. It's meant to be winter, so it could go into 2024, but um, early 2024. But either way, that's one of my most anticipated games. Um, Kai, get on Remake. I know you have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. But, um, <laughs> Also, though, um, of course, Xenoblade DLC, we're getting a whole new story coming out with that as well as a new character. So that's, if it's anything like, um, like Torna levels, we're in for a treat, and that's going to be up there in my most anticipated stuff. And also, Kai, is, is Pikmin 4 coming out next year? Was that announced for next year? Uh, maybe? I don't actually remember, to be quite honest. We know it's coming um... soon, it's coming at least, so it could be next year. <laughs> Yeah, we'll definitely get news on it, if not the actual release. Yeah, yeah, it, it should be this year by the looks of it. Um, 2023 is what it's saying. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that'll Brilliant. be... Um, and that's pretty much the last big Nintendo game we know about, um, is Pikmin 4. Uh, I guess Metroid Prime 4, but who knows? That's in the nebula of, <laughs> yeah. of the unknown. But yeah, it's interesting. It's in um, the vault somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But probably I've been def... finished for like two years and they're like, mm, maybe next year. I think Nintendo do that. It's never impossible. <laughs> but uh, general... I'm, I'm sure they've literally got the Prime Trilogy remade just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> um, along with, oh, what else? Pikmin 4's probably been done and dusted for about three years, but they need to make it look like it's not been. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no further comment. I mean, who knows what they're going to announce, what they're going to surprise us with in the year. Like, this time last year, we had no clue Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was coming out. When you think about it that way, it, it, there's some, there could be plenty of great stuff we don't even know about. And there's some smaller stuff too, like Kirby's getting a remake, Return to Dreamland and that. So, yeah, it's it's going to be Xenoblade big. DLC. I mean, Yep, yep. I mean, that alone, and Tears of the Kingdom, is enough for me. But uh, 
add to that the unknown. I'm sure we're in for a good time. But that does pretty much bring us to the end of our year in review and our look ahead video for the uh, yeah for this video. So thank you so much all of you for watching. Thank you for sticking with us throughout 2022. And we hope you stick for us with 2023 as well because as well as reactions to all of the new stuff coming out, of course we'll be covering Tears of the Kingdom, we'll be talking about that, and Xenoblade's DLC. We've got more Xenoblade breakdowns coming out, looking at the heroes and the gameplay and uh, a bit more into that and the future of the series in general. Um, so please, yep, yeah, stay around for all of that. But Kai, where else can people find you at? Uh, Xenoblade 3 is still running on YouTube as normal. Um... I guess the question is what's going to end first, the playthrough releasing daily or Sam beating the game? I think I can hedge my bets. <laughs> um, so wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then there's also uh, my streams where I'm still doing a bit of everything. Um, so, you know, feel free to join in. Uh, Sam probably won't be there because he's in Australian time, so that's always a plus. <laughs> Well, Kai's streams are kind of mid anyways. I don't recommend wow. you go see them. <laughs> oh. I got Adam Howard to call you mid, okay? <laughs> you will forever be known as mid. Whatever. It's canon now. But, uh, <laughs> Sam, <laughs> on that note, where else do you, do you want to plug anywhere? Anything people can find you at? Um, There's my Twitter, off-brand Sam. I don't post much. Um... <laughs> that about it <laughs> yep and I guess you can um, see his work here making all our thumbnails um, in return for Kit Kats that he will get one day <laughs> one day I, I promise day. I actually bought some and I never got around to meeting you so you know next year's the time <laughs> it's for the best man yes, it was worry. 2019 and then it was 2022 <laughs> uh, I might be coming back this year but who knows it might be 2025 at this point <laughs> <laughs> part of the anticipation but yes, of course, there'll be links to that in the description below. And you can stick around with us here on Bunch of Jokers on YouTube or on Spotify and Google Podcasts and other podcasting sites for audio-only versions, all under the name Bunch of Jokers. Uh, yep, have a good 2023, guys. And we'll see you in the next video. Goodbye. See you. See you. <laughs>